This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Vantigo SF. Vantigo SF does awesome brew tours in vintage VW buses in the San Francisco Bay Area. They take you up to Napa. You can do wine country tours. They have a really rad uh, San Francisco night tour uh, that I highly recommend. Check them out. Get 25% off with promo code DWA25. Check them out. VantigoSF.com. It's Driving While Awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. If you have coilovers, no. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> All right. Hey. We did get a lot of questions. We have tons i think uh, over 30 i already so. even asked the question i saw that maybe we'll get to it it's a stupid maybe. question but you sound surprised <laughs> <laughs> uh should we do this let's do this welcome to driving while awesome my name's warren i'm brian and i'm lane art is not here he is gallivanting once again where uh, is he i didn't even I he's didn't going read. to cuba ultimately okay which, miami and cuba well he's got to take a cruise to cuba to get there because the flights are foobard because of trump now there's again. a lot of details by the way it's it's about time that guy takes a vacation i, I know, know he's, really he's working, working just so hard just, i know i can't remember the last time he took a vacation <laughs> seriously I know, it's, it's like, been like two weeks tens of days ago <laughs> Well, I hope he's having a great time, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get some uh, some Cuban cars. Oh, yeah. right. I Here's hope the, he takes some. Oh, snap some caps. I'm sure he'll have some snaps of some cube, <laughs> yeah. cubes. Yep. Cubie snaps. Um, all right. Well, it's Thursday edition. It's time to answer some questions. You guys uh, Word. feeling it? Brian, you got your question answering hat on? No, I'm not wearing a hat, but I did uh, pre-run the questions. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good for you, man. I don't do that often. Good for you. Kyle JF90 asks, if you guys had to ban any car from coming to Radwood or driving on the Coastal Range Rally due to oversaturation, what would it be? <clears throat> 911. 996. Really? Mm. Oversaturation at Radwood? No, not at Radwood. Oversaturation on the Coastal Range Rally? No. There's like one. I know. But we would really? encourage said 996 drivers to maybe try to drive other interesting cars. <laughs> We've done that. I'm surprised you didn't say C4 Corvette. Well, I don't just, expect them to just make one, it. Just two. We've had You're like one too many. Ever. No, no. Um, I mean, the obvious answer is E30, Miata. Those, but um, I don't think we would ban any car. Any no. overall, right? You always want one example of said saturated yeah. car, right? The well, best. yeah. Which car do we try? Right. Wait, um, 911s are obviously our biggest clientele and we've tried to limit them yeah and they're hard to limit they're too good they and they keep coming at us too yeah. it's like Everyone. and there's always a new and and we've i mean this year we didn't let in fucking killer rsr replicas um you know 930 turbo. 930s yeah. yeah like perfect 930s i mean tons of killer killer stuff so Dude, the list of people that got dropped is all yeah. BMWs and Porsche 911s. Yep. Yeah. Basically. A lot of 2002s. A lot. Yeah. Really good ones. But oh, I mean, yeah. that's just a, that's such a testament to how good, a, good cars they are, right? I mean, 911s. Yeah. People want to rally them. They're perfect yeah. rally cars. And yeah. they, they do. And E30s just work and they're good. And 2002s, same thing. It's and like, Miatas. And Miatas as well. Although we haven't, we don't, we haven't been oversaturated with Miatas. I no. mean, last year we had too many on the rally. Yeah. Uh, I would say. But, yeah, this year I think we only have one. And we're not banning any cars from either event. No. That doesn't make sense. But uh, we, we may encourage for a more sense of a Cajun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A little gumbo? Yeah. yeah. Right? Huh? Whatever, dude. Uh, Seduce. I don't know who this is, but they seem to know uh, Todd Future. You don't need to read that one. Okay. Throttle by Cable. Are there any pre-1990 cars that you think could be put into production with no changes except for safety and emissions that would sell? I'm not talking about selling to only enthusiasts, but something that could sell across the board. For example, Glandwagon, which is basically the same as it was, has been, and for some reason, people line up to buy. Volkswagen Vanagon. Yes. 
how you can safety is really <laughs> tough. You just add a ton I mean, of rubber so he, on the nose. He's saying just forget the safety aspect. Like safety's figured out. Yeah, right. right. Um, I, I they just I, add airbags to that. Shit. I do think you'd have a hard time selling it. Actually, the van again. It would be enthusiasts. What if it had like a really? really? It would be van. It would be enthusiasts of the Vanigans. Might be right. Which is a you're big not you're not selling to normal people. I don't know, dude. Back in the day, like it was a minivan. People pre bought that. Yeah. yeah, but you think you're selling a 90, 90 horsepower <laughs> um, thing with no modern amenities to people today? Like anyone that isn't an enthusiast. Like That's the G wagon, you... even the G wagon, it's, it's well, maybe the same body and all that stuff, but it has, you know, nav, it has heated seats, Bluetooth. massage seats, Bluetooth. Has every modern feature and uh, yeah, I think that's where it gets tough because we forgive a lot of cars' sins. We're like, oh, it's only ninety horsepower, but who cares? It's so fun, or yeah, yeah and it it's old and right, right. We're buying the AC it doesn't work car. that good, but yeah. who cares? I always leave the window down. Yeah, but we're enthusiasts, so exactly. Yeah, if you're really trying to sell to the masses, what sells? So then, are you saying the answer is basically no? I, I think I think the answer is no. I was gonna go luxury, but if you're really trying to sell an S class from 1990. Or no. 85, anyone would look at the new C-Class and be like, that's... Uh, or any car. Korean car and be <laughs> right, like, dude, right. I, I think the only market that does work is, is like Vanagans and... But I think it is like the truck market. Um, yeah. yeah, like, like I was going to say, like Jeep, mid-sized pickup. Oh. Like a Jeep Cherokee. Like just the straight up square yeah, straight. XJ or what's it called? the J J or what is <laughs> it? Throw three J's out. Whatever. You know, some <laughs> you, know, you know the Cherokee yeah, Cherokee yeah, yeah. Ford. JJ Abrams. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a YJ, but okay. Why? But, but why? If, no, I think J. We're we're idiots. But if yeah. you did that, but you would have to modernize the interior yeah. and put modern, you know, Bluetooth and stuff like that. You couldn't just sell the exact car. I think you could get away with... And if you did sell the exact car, it would be straight up for enthusiasts yeah. of Jeeps. I think you can get away with the Gardner Special pickup truck. Yeah. I think they're... The basic you could sell some of those on the Toyota small lot. Small pickup truck. Shiny, brand like, new... Like a 1993 Toyota pickup truck. Are we saying pre Regular cap. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm saying like an 88... Oh, like an 88, yeah. Toyota... Extra regular cab, cab, short bed. Right. Regular cab, too. But uh, two-wheel drive, manual transmission, four-cylinder, brand new. Perfect condition. Once again, I think you would have to do, like, it would have to have modern air conditioning. Dude, but what if it sold for, like, nine grand? What if it sold for the sure. price that it sold for when new? <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah, so, like, nine grand. Right. And yeah. the cheapest Tacoma is, like, 24. I mean, Toyota every, couldn't every... build it for that, but... Yeah, that yeah. I could. S- Maybe they could though because it doesn't have all the shit. No, True. you'd have, and, and you'd have to. World, you don't have to do safety and all. You'd that. have right. to so, add airbags and Bluetooth for all of these things. I mean, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the the I don't know the G wagons, one of those weird anonymous uh, anonymous anomalies yes. in the car market, but it is also updated. And I don't think people are really knocking down the door for G wagons. I mean, they are a handmade car, and they they're selling yeah. as many as they can make, but. I, I looked up numbers and stuff. It's like they sell, you know, around 30, like 3,000 a year or something in the United States. It's not like some crazy right. number. Of cars, yeah, for so. sure. Um, JPod999 says, is there anything that would make you think a Hyundai or Kia is a good idea? I sure. think they're both good ideas. Sure. I, I do too. For, uh, Dude, how good is the Genesis? The sedan looks yeah. great. Uh, for most people. Yeah. It's a great choice. Yeah, I think great as warranty. a car, like someone that's going to buy a Camry or an yeah. Accord or something like that, like, why not? I was in a Genesis sedan in Vegas as a, for an Uber car, and it was pretty nice. I yeah. don't know. Art and I were checking out the Genesis at the auto show, and yeah. we were very impressed. Yeah. Genesis? Genesis. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our buddies, Ray, was asking me about his next car, and I kind of thought for a second, like, maybe a high, quote-unquote, high-performance Korean car. Like a Stinger? For Ray, it's not uh-huh. bad, right? Yeah. He drives a windy road every day, and he likes to drive, but he doesn't really care about yeah. the BMW angle or whatnot. Yeah, for sure. How, how did you feel about that? Um, I just told him I had some ideas when he was ready. We oh, you didn't even we spit it. I, I'm, I'm slow. I'm reeling him in real slow. You're going to tell him to get the new old van again? I set him <laughs> Yes. Yeah, exactly. I set him up with his last car, which is he seems to like, so we'll see if he takes my advice again. So he's already up for a new one, huh? I think so. I think he wants something a little nicer. Yeah, little little higher. So you failed him the first time. Class. No, you didn't he tell just, him to get something nice enough. 
Oh, now he's coming back to you. No, I tried. He's had that car for quite a few years. I think he's realized that he's not, you know, throwing kayaks on the roof every weekend oh, yeah, yeah. anymore. <laughs> he has a Subaru uh, X, XB Crosstrek. Crosstrek. Yeah. Uh, Race German USA says, "Will metal bumper E30s, not Euro bumper metal bumpers, but just our big bumpers, ever be rad or just an American only eyesore?" Oh, Dude, like that fine. feature? No, but he's saying, will that feature be rad? Like, is that feature ever going to be desirable? Like, desirable? I think no. I don't think so either. No, but those cars are cool. They're yeah, fine. I don't think... Yeah, I think it's like... Not many people are super picky about the bumpers on E30s, in my opinion. Do you guys feel the same way? I think it is a deciding factor. People are either like, I really want X or B, you know, A or B, not X or B. I, I think a lot of people are just like into E30s in general. And, yeah. and maybe... The 30% who are kind of nerdy about it really care about the the integrated style bumper. Yeah, but value dictates that the short, nice bumpers are more Well, yeah, valuable. no, so, absolutely yeah, no question about yeah. that. But, I mean, like, in general, I, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know. It seems like E30 is kind of, like, you're kind of okay either way. We have an E30 at the shop. It's a, it's a Cabriolet. I don't know what year it is. But, anyways, they all came with the big bumpers up until, like, uh, I think if you get the M-Tech. But uh, he had a really good paint job done. It's like a light blue, like a silvery blue. Uh-huh. And um, they painted the black rubber on the bumpers. So it just leaves the front chrome. Have you seen that? A lot of people do that. But it came out really well. I mean, it looks looks good. I You're talking about like the rubber that's like the gap. Yeah. It fills the gap in between mm-hmm. the bumper. and the- uh, That's body color, but there's still the black trim around that, the Wasn't that a fact? I think they did that in the factory. Maybe they did. For some models. Uh, yeah. In particular, the convertibles. I I, it's, it's funny because I see it a lot, and I always think that someone painted it. Yeah, it may have been factory. Yeah, that's weird. Some point. Um, let's see here. Joe Tarrant, thoughts on the fifth generation Honda Preludes? In my opinion, it has a timeless, clean design and is a nice driving Japanese sports coupe. I'm searching for a low mileage and unmolested SH model. Difficult to find in LA. Fuck, I bet. Is that's that super the, handling? So is that the one with the Big weird headlights, the, the big, big like square squarish ones. ones. Yeah. I like the one before that. Yeah, the more the wedgy little, the little no, but the it's almost. I guess it's more wedgy, but it's still round. Yeah, but it, it uh, that yeah. one almost got a little more squared off in like creases, like hard creases, mm-hmm. and it got those big funky looking headlights. Yeah, I mean they're kind of cool though. I'm down with them. I'm down. Yeah, I am too. Um, yeah, since the. Yeah, They're right. Cool. That's what I was picturing. Yep. Um, so we had that handling. friend in high school who had one, right? Um, and he like put. I don't remember. I don't want to stickers on it. Go all uh, JDM art here, but I think the super handling had four wheel steering. At least the earlier ones did, and um, they're pretty cool. I knew someone who commuted in one for a while and put a bunch of miles on them, but they're still pretty cheap little cars, right? I mean, it's Civic Plus. I guess you kind of feel it's like a cord. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. They're not. Great, like, uh, comfortable, nice cars. Uh-huh. I guess yeah. for the money, I'm saying there's other options, right? For sure. Um, but they're rare now. Really rare, actually. Maybe that'd be probably... I never cars. see them. Never. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Super rare. That's kind of weird, actually. They made a lot of them. I doubt they made that many of that generation. I feel like that was the... You know, it was the end. Yeah. So what year and was I that? Feel like, like they 90, didn't sell that well. Late 90s, like 96, 97? Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe early 2000s. Um, why do people get so pissed off that there's no, like, Toyota Supra or, you know, this or that, but no one ever mentions a Prelude? Well, because front, front wheel drive. Obvious. Yeah, but they make the Civic Type R. Yeah. If the Civic Type but R they already went away, made- would people cry? Yeah, people would. Lane people would. would. But imagine if they made a, a more beautiful coupe sports car with that same power plant. Who? Honda. If they use the Type yeah, R power plant. Yeah, I'd be bummed if, if it wasn't a rear-wheel drive. I think when you make a real coupe, like, you know, like this, the Prelude, um, it's it kind of needs to be rear-wheel drive. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what if they did an S2000 coupe style? Uh, with a back seat. Yeah. Meow. Meow. No, that would be rad. You guys know that would be rad. Yeah, but it would be a whole different car. It would be right. so much bigger. Right. But, I mean, that's what you would want. You would want... that. That's the layout that you would want 
to be powering like a nicely nice sleek coupe. Mm-hmm. Coupe. Okay. Yeah, it's just shaped like a rear wheel drive car though. So what we're saying is bring back the prelude. Lane with rear wheel drive. With rear, <laughs> with rear wheel drive. Oh, but then that would be uh basically the FRS, right? Mm. Exactly. A competitor. That'd Perfect. Be nice. Perfect. And they already make the FRS. Honda doesn't. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, we're talking. I, well, we're, oh, yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. I thought Lane uh, here was an expert in automotive opinion. That's it's his opinion uh, that he doesn't care. Um, yeah, yeah, what I mean, is Honda? Great, right? No, Honda needs a rear-wheel drive car. Yeah, S2000. yeah exactly. S two thousand making it. Okay, S two thousand coupe. Yeah, there you go. Okay, there it is. Uh, KM Grace says, coming from an East Coaster. You're going to fly to Southern California, buy a convertible, take it to Radwood. I love this idea, by the way, and drive it over a few weeks up to the North uh, Pacific Northwest and ship it home. Budget is around $10,000. What is your BRZO search? Oh, there's so many. That's so many. Dude. I mean, it's convertible. Like, it's e, it's E30. For, for me, it's E30 uh, or it's E36 M3. Saab 900 SPG. That's what I was going to say. Oh, that's a good one. And those are... Dude, for 10 grand, available. you get the Saab 900 one. Turbo, yeah, you get a super nice one. Yeah. And this is yeah, a good place to buy them. Not yeah, really and if you ever have any problems, Pacific Northwest, there's probably a shop every block yeah, exactly. for Saabs. Um, you could get a Rabbit convertible. Oh. And have a lot of money left over. Actually, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not that much. Dude, money I don't know. Over. Like, if you get a late Maybe model not. one, they're gonna, it's going to eat up your whole budget. But that would be super sweet. For ten thousand dollars, one of those like Wolfsburg, those um all green ones, uh, dude, or the maroon ones, yeah, with the, with the with the plastic pumpers, you know. I think you'd be getting a freaking show car for ten. Like six would get you like one of the nicest ones that I've seen. I mean, they're not also that common. No, well, that's the thing; they're kind of rare. Yeah, you, uh, you see a lot of the early ones, dude. How come you're not going C four, Brian? Oh, I didn't. I don't really consider that a convertible. They make convertibles. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, but that's pretty rare, aren't, aren't they? Not I really. Don't know. Honestly, I didn't look at the C4 market much when I bought my car. <laughs> and there you have it, you folks. We're done. It. We're done with the podcast. Uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. it. Uh, we've reached our <laughs> ultimate destination. Thanks for joining us today. Um, okay, so that's some good options: SPG, Cabriolet. C C four, C four, dude. A C four Corvette would be a great option, right? How about I Fox mean, body? convertible or not? What, Fox what, body, yeah, obviously, dude. A killer dude, Fox body, yeah. I like that. Okay, that's a good option. Some options. Fox body or E thirty? I think Fox body wins. Yeah, for Radwood, yeah, definitely. And yeah. you can find them with manuals. Oh, for sure. It might not be a V eight, or it might be for ten. That's a lot of wiggle. Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. You're right in there. Ten's a lot, man. You could ten's I mean, a lot. When of you start looking at, liter, at Radwood Mustang? cars for ten grand, there's so much stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Radwood budget's more like four, one to <laughs> four and a half, eighteen hundred in Pahrump. <laughs> if you're interested, that got you to Radwood. Yeah, front row. Yeah, by right. offense though. Benzin Tinta says, "What are your favorite obscure versions of popular cars? For example, the Mark II Golf Country. So that was the synchro, yeah, I think, sweet. lifted Golf. We never got it. No, but that's an, that's but an obscure version cool. of popular. Vanagon Hobie Cat. Oh, mm-hmm. it's more of a that's more of that's like a just trim. a trim package. But yeah, um, obscure ugh. version of a popular car. It's kind of a hard. Question. I like the I can't even oh, think like a Honda many. Accord wagon. Yeah." How about right. the uh, hmm. Zanardi Edition one. NSX? Oh, yeah. That's just... That's some stuff. Is it obscure? It's a well, little obscure. Fuck. I mean, have you ever seen one? I I guess, but that's just like a... Ri- it's a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the model has to be significantly different. Like, that's just a car with, like... Um, like, just the a- country is a whole different drivetrain, you know? Right. Yeah, or it's what lifted about the, and all the 325iX. Nah, because that's popular. I mean, it was it was like factory, but it wasn't popular. Good. It was rare. That was pretty rare. You don't see them very often. Just adding all wheel drive to an existing car, though, that's not. Well, I mean, bad. that was exactly the bubble flare thing that he mentioned in his. Yeah, but that one's lifted with a like a cow basher and different. Well, you said Zanardi NSX, dude. Come on, <laughs> that's all I came to mind. <laughs> right off the bat. 
I don't really have. Can, yeah, Warren, I don't can Warren just hate on himself? Yeah. Is that possible? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that would apply <laughs> no, here. No, no. I, uh, Sidewinder or GTI? Yeah, that's mm, my favorite. Nice one. That's my favorite. Um, someone says that, uh, let's see, Paolo Kapanen says, I hope someone brings up the Toyota Griffith conversions. What the hell is that? I think didn't they make those uh, weird convertibles for them? Oh, are those? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Oh, how about like a Bauer E30 or or E21? That's a good one. Down with that. Yeah, yeah. Good one, Lane. Oh, what about the uh, Harlequin? Oh yeah, there you go. Mark two, Mark Mark three, Mark three. Yeah, Harlequin, Crayola edition. Yeah. Those suck, by the way. Not, They're I'm pretty not cool, dude. I'm it's not fine. down at all. They're probably worth a fortune. For a perfect one, maybe. There's that shitty one in your old neighborhood. Yeah. Daily driver. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's driving a Harlequin. I know, for like the last 25 years. Yeah. You know? It's so awesome, because if you get in a car accident, you just get whatever fender's available at pick and pull, and it's so matches. rad, right? <laughs> Imagine the freedom you have, Brian. How did they ever sell one of those? Honestly. In the dealership, you're like... All the panels yeah. are different, <laughs> <laughs> and they were such a joke. Like it's ridiculous. I really don't know how they did it. That's Kudos right. to whoever came up with that at the meeting. You know they were like hungover, quirky nineties, hungover on a Monday, and they're like, "Hey Jones, what idea do you have at Volkswagen American?" <laughs> He's like, "Fucking all the panels are different. <laughs> Every color we have that, that would have been hard to do, right? Totally." Pain in the ass. Because they paint them all, like, together. They don't paint yeah. the parts separately, right? Yeah, they usually paint the car. Uh, yeah, they paint the car with the, all the body. Yeah, but all the I body think panels on. some of the panels are added later, right? Like the fenders? But in this case, it was, no, like, not, right? really mm. every panel is, like... They'd have to paint all the panels off the car, then put them on, I guess. Which is not the way they do it. The doors are painted separate. But, yeah, I don't know how they did it. It's... Jones was drunk. And yeah. He, he I wonder what the base color is when you open like the doors and stuff. Just checkers. Sills and all that. <laughs> it's kind of like the guy who invented the waterless urinal. It's like, I got an idea, guys. <laughs> Listen to this. It's got no water. The toilet. Wild ideas, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like the Harlequin or Harlequin, whatever you say. I think that's a weird parallel, Warren. But well, maybe I mean, the water, waterless uh, urinals has saved California alone a lot of uh, How much? extra water. Okay, but think well, of it's the... At least it's, like good, it's, yeah. good, it's good for humanity. But the Harlequin the, is not good for humanity. Think of the concept, though, where you're like, we're, we run a toilet company. What, I mean, yeah. What's the next idea? Listen to this. No water. I feel like you that's a huge into a bucket. Like, that's a really good idea. And right? nobody asks how it happens or works. I think that just you're uh, short-selling uh, the benefits of this waterless technology no, no, no. I by calling it the same as a Harlequin. I appreciate it, but I still feel like it must have been a wild idea. Sure, yeah, but not to the, you know... Yeah, I, I think. Hey, on our car podcast, we should have an analogy where we talk about toilets. <laughs> hey, just just think about it. Hushy Pushy says, if you had a Jay Leno's garage size operation with a ton of space for cars and a full time staff, how many Porsche 911s would you own? Uh, that means you'd have one of each, like three hundred cars. So no, he has eighty cars and eighty motorcycles. Is that it? That's the last I heard. Maybe really? Now. Yeah, that's actually a pretty small collection. Yeah, I thought. No, it has to be bigger than that. Eighty? Yeah, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. But you've seen a show. I mean, it doesn't have that many rooms. It's not like he has just like endless warehouse space. Hmm. I don't know how many nine elements I'd have. I'd probably I have think like Jay Leno three does have endless warehouse space. Like he just buys more when he needs it, right? I've never. I don't know him. Seems like Eighty nice seems guy. like a small number. Yeah, I'd have like. Four. Yeah, I'd have a like Singer. That. I'd have there a nine nine three. Okay. I'd have a like an early car. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a daily driver, like a okay. newer, newer beater. There you go, dude. Yeah. I might have more. I might have like six. Yeah, I, yeah. Might, I might have around six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally. They'd acceptable. all be safari. Piss <laughs> Brian off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Different styles of safari. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my Dakar car. Yeah. And, and I'd write some... safari down the side. I like it. In Porsche safari. First, yeah. in, first in safari. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wonder if he was trying to elicit a, a more controversial response. I think yeah, he was. Usually when he brings up questions, it's like, uh, He's trying know, to have us following each other. Following on to some other comment someone made, yep. and 
you know, usually we're like giving Art a hard time, and then he has a follow up question that like relieves Art <laughs> to of bring that, it up, or, or to bring it back to bring it. it back. Yeah. By the way, Hushy Pushy did a little write up and picture blog on our website, so you folks should check it out. Drivingwellawesome dot com. Yeah. Oh no, he did it on Radwood. It's really cool. Yeah. And he was a major help with parking cars. That yes. Yep. Uh, Angry Bird GTI, perfect coastal range rally car, cost no object. What do you build? Had a great time at Radwood and hanging out in California. Keep up the great work. Thanks, dude. We, we will do our best. Um, rally car? Coastal range coastal rally range car. Rally car. Yeah. The perfect coastal range rally car. Ooh. Ooh. This is so hard. I mean, yeah. Dude. Safari F40. Huh. Yeah, because you want a little bit of ground clearance. Yep. Not full Safari build, but I would want it. Yeah. Basically just Maybe like that, like a, like Group B F40. Group B F40 is my final answer. That's too fast. Dude, that's pretty wild. That's really fast. Yeah. (laughs) I know. And too much, like... Still, probably too much overhang in the front, or I don't know. What kind of tires are you going to put on it? Fucking BF Goodrich. Radial radial TAs. Oh my God. What what more do you need? That would limit my speed. I couldn't go all out. Well, you know that I love it more. (laughs) (laughs) Mud flaps? (laughs) Yes. I think uh, like a a build, you are, uh, or Quattro would be really cool. Oh, short wheelbase? Yeah. Wow. That would be an awesome rally car. I mean, coastal range rally car. Good answer. Be outstanding. Yeah, and we do have some weather, you know. Yeah, gravelly yeah. situations. And a lot of the a lot of the roads, the tight you know tight ones, you have so you fun. Want, you want a little bit of ground clearance, yeah. And stuff, but yeah, I mean, Porsche nine five nine would be a fun one. That'd be really good. Pretty nice car. A little too fast, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because it's mean, not it's, real race. It's not racing. So but we have plenty of cars that are faster than that. I know, but are, how much fun are they really bunch having? Dummies. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. <laughs> dumb, dumb dummies. <laughs> I think they actually had a lot of fun. How about you, Brian? C4 I don't know. Corvette. The it's not a C4 Corvette. Um, the money is no object thing. Kind of like uh, is a little hard to grasp for me. But one Launch of the things. Stratos. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Short overhangs, mid-engine, throw some crisp handling tires on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty nice. Um, I, the one that uh, I I keep coming back to is an S fifty two E thirty with you know some sidewall, not like a lowered build, skid plates, yeah, yeah. kind of stripped out. You it's just a very have, modest like, answer. It that's is. that's the problem. That's why it's. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, obviously, we're not like, we're not cost no object people here. Warren <laughs> really, might be. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'd love last to dream, time, but... last time I answered uh, McLaren F1, and you guys all barked at me. Well, that was the craziest. It was dude. Was this guy for? just said a fucking no, F40 but that was on. That was for something. It was a ridiculous answer. It was ridiculous compared answer. to the question. Like yes, 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 the question. Yes, yes, exactly. This one literally says cost is no object. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a McLaren F1 is my answer. But, okay. but the one that I've been thinking about is an S52 E30, which I feel like is almost E30 car. M3? No. Okay. Just a regular one. Why? Well, because you're putting an S52 in it. I know. Why? But why not an E30 M3 for flares and Cost wings? no option. Well, flares, I would, wings, I would, I would a, feel little, bad. a little raked You'd rear feel wind, wind feel bad. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess that would be better, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I want. I'd feel bad. Yeah, I'm talking just, about Safari F40, by the way. A million-dollar car. Yeah. You're, you're talking about a $30,000 car. But, okay. You're saying 30000 now? I guess if you get the No, I'm saying the you're, low, low, you are choosing a $30,000. Uh, you're saying you wouldn't want to degrade a $30,000 car, and I'm talking about... And I'm surprised that you're saying 30000 I guess that's... For an E30 the, M3. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's what you think they are now. With an, yeah. I mean, that's a cheap one. Yeah. Probably one you would that, buy, would, that you would buy, buy to put yeah. an S52 on exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess you get the five lug wheels and all that stuff. Didn't Art you have an S52? Yeah, three? his white one. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was a $20,000 $20, car. Totally, like yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Chaycor asks... Favorite retro Japanese wheels, and Art has a response. Good. Yeah. Uh, no he idea. says the Hayashi Racing Bomber. 
the SSR Star Shark, and a 13 by 8 plus or 14 by 8 plus Advan A3A. Sure. What do you say? I was just going to say Watanabe's. I don't Watanabe's. Know any, I don't know any difference of breeds or what have you. <laughs> I, I don't know if all Watanabe's are created equal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's different styles, but I like those a lot. I think it comes down to the color too. It's this really dark charcoal that looks great on mm-hmm. Japanese cars. But yeah, good choices all around. Um, do you guys want to answer a tire question? Sure, if Tom, we can. Tom's Ellick says looking for tire recommendations. He's about to pull the trigger on ordering the new Continental Extreme Contact Sports That's in what a two twenty five forty five seventeen but I'd prefer tires without a curb guard for a more period-correct look on Steelys. Did they have a curb Thoughts? guard? I thought, huh. Is it just that, like, ridge that goes... Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember them having those. Dude, I just, I feel like 40, I don't, 45 I don't series tires is too small of a sideball. Yeah. For for his car. But they the are 17s, Volvo? dude. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what size is available in that, that, that tire. We agree yeah. that more meat, no curb guard yeah, is better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but do we what have about any going recommendations? With, what about going with like know. a more vintage look, like an Avon or, uh, you know, something off the, uh. It's usually really pricey. I know. But hey, come on. You only live once. You'll hold. Those fire And are you going to find them in 17s? Right. Those fire stones I have on the 944 have a nice look. Uh, you want to go with something like that? And those are 16. So yeah, those are, those are the Firestone Indy 500s. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. But the, the, they have they a probably make them 17s. Um, and but, you could do white letters out too, which would be cool. But I mean, dude, car. you have 17s on your Volvo and 45 series tires. So wh- where's the vintage look coming from? I don't because it's a, they're it. Steelys, right? That's why. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, they're 17 inch Steelys, which is weird, yeah. but it's from a modern car spare I'd, tire. I'd probably right? go or with hubcap tire. I'd probably go with those though. Yeah, those well, the Continentals. The Continentals, yeah. I like the Indy 500 choice. This episode of the Driving Wall Awesome podcast is brought to you by Vantigo SF. Uh, Vantigo does brew tours, wine tours, city light tours, and uh, other tours throughout the San Francisco area in vintage Volkswagen buses. Uh, I have been on the brew tour, and it was really, really cool. Um, I sat in the front seat and uh, had an open beer and was allowed to drink it. That doesn't sound legal. It's it's legal because it's basically a limo uh, and people in the back drinking and we had a blast and he was also educating us on hops and whatnot. I don't remember anything I learned, but it was pretty cool. Um, we were also driving throughout the city and no one, everyone just waves at you when you're in a really cool old vintage Volkswagen. So and no tinted windows to hide behind either. No like these windows. other newer cars. No, yeah. no, screw that. Um, so go to VantigoSF.com and use the promo code DWA25 for a 25% off. Um, they are right now they're, they sell gift certificates, which are the perfect gift for the holiday season. So, uh, go to VantigoSF.com now. Seventy one GTV has maybe the greatest question of all time. Oh shit. Any thoughts of a Mexican blanket interior on the hashtag ZR None? I'm envisioning a leaking Safari nine eleven type interior, but who needs hounds to their tartan when you can have Mexican blanket? Yeah, you should do it. Do you think I should like do the door panels and all that yeah, stuff? Of course. Be Amazing. Yeah. You absolutely I have, I have should. Considered it. Just go full Brian. Yeah. Do they make uh, car cover, uh, car seats uh, covers for that C4? Have you seen them online? Have you looked? No, I haven't looked. Well, you should look. You're thinking uh, a pre-manufactured Mexican Well, I mean, that would be a Brian style. Pattern. You're not going to go to the upholstery <laughs> shop and get them recovered. Go to Ray's, get them all recovered. <laughs> like a well, 1500 I mean, bucks. There's going to be a lot of work involved here, Warren, like making door panels. I can't just buy Mexican blanket door panels. That's true. <laughs> so we're talking about some work here to make That's that happen. That's I mean, Brian sells lay some freaking Mexican blankets in the trunk, <laughs> which I'm already doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe you drape them over the seats. Yeah, the well, door panel fine. thing's a little tougher. That's fine. <laughs> it would be cool <laughs> though to do a full Mexican blanket interior. Might be kind of nice. Yeah, um, that would be a cozy spot to be. Someone did that on his nine eleven. 
Mexican blanket? Yeah. I mean, it's been done on the hot rods yeah. a lot. It's oh, yeah. I mean, that's where thing. it comes from. Yes. Yeah. 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 I like it. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, I love it. So I hope you consider something like that. What about a dash cover Mexican blanket? I think you can go too far. You can't go too far is what you're saying. You can. You cannot go too far. I, I think totally you can agree. go too far with, like, you know, having it right in your face like that. You know, maybe if you just did the dash and then didn't do the seats or something, but doing all of it, you know, with possibly clashing patterns and everything, I think that might be too far, Warren. Okay. Uh, Wiz Beardson wants me to read this in arts uh, movie guy voice. In a world where you have a chance to get your dream cars, but you only have the choice between Helicambered one with Fast and Furious one style makeover, <laughs> or you have to buy it off of the guy Brian bought his Corvette from, <laughs> and that guy has done all the work on it. <laughs> awesome podcast, keep up the great work. Hashtag yeah. Yohole. Um, well, my dream car. You, you have your chance to get your dream car, but it's Fast and Furious. Yeah. Or. <laughs> Or it's coming from the dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. cracked out Willie Nelson yeah, yeah, in the desert. The dash and stuff. I go with number one. Yeah. Hammered out. Obviously. Yeah. You can fix that. Yeah. Someday, maybe. But I think the idea is you can't fix it. You're not allowed to fix it, right? But. <laughs> so it's a stock of your uh, car, uh, but it, uh, it's uh, jacked uh, to hell. And this is a car of your dreams. So it's your F40, but it's all cambered. God. But I don't want wood screws in the dash. I know. Exactly. But it would be better if you could drive it, you know? Yeah. Actually, cambered yeah. out. How dude. rowdy do you be with, like, this F40? You're it's like, check out the beat. wood screws. Dude, duct tape, door panels. duct tape door sills. <laughs> I think you're going with that, dude. Crack that Willie yeah, Nelson If you can't build. fix it, I think you have to go with the ratty piece of shit. Damn, no that's so like the worst though. Did Lane just say no offense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the shittiest version of your dream yeah. car, dude. It's better than Stance Life. But if you can fix it, I mean, if you have the opportunity, you don't you're see, able to you fix it. Obviously, go Stance. Nobody out. There's so many people that would love the Fast and Furious look. There's yeah. so many people, millions of people that are into cars that are into yeah. that type of car and there's nobody into the c4 except for us <laughs> what happened uh would it have, it have the, the guy on the side like shooting the bow and arrow and stuff Wait, is that's, that's, a, fast and furious? that's fast and furious right i don't even know i've never i don't subscribe <laughs> you know to they it. had all those graphics on the side that was yeah. more like a barbed wire and tribal it's yeah, all of the above of shooting an arrow i think there was one with a arrow oh, yeah totally shot yeah. or something yeah you guys are crazy. Um, Haven and Florence says, thoughts on the M44-powered E36 318Ti. I've been watching lots of European BMW Compact Cup videos, and I love the idea of turning one into a super low-budget track day slash backroads beater. Hashtag call me crazy. Hmm. I think we should consider this one for a sec. I think it's a good idea. I hate the way they look. I absolutely despise Yeah, but full DTM out yeah, right. is, or, or touring just, card out is sick looking. Yeah. The, the E36 chassis, even a four-door, if you do the do it up like they did in touring car, yeah. dope, dude. But that's the thing. I'd rather just have a coupe or a four-door. That's the thing, right? Like, or, I, why, why have the compact? Dude, and the M3 isn't that far off. No. Like, so you could just get an M3 yeah, exactly. and do the same thing. I think it's just to be, to be funky. I know, but I don't want to be that funky. So that's like a. I'd rather just have I a D36 M3. That's like uh, mid hundreds horsepower, like 150 or something. Oh, I'd rather have an yeah. 850 Volvo wagon touring car and fucking blow doors. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you can't get it in a manual. Right? I'll make a manual. Oh, no, you can. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. So, man. Well, they didn't make the turbos with manuals, actually. No, it's a, it's for our market you couldn't, but I think yeah. over over okay. in the touring car world, I'm sure the touring cars were right. In general, uh, any of the E36s are a great uh, platform to start with for the cheap, yeah, just beater back road car yeah. and uh, track day car. Yeah. I I know like get any of them really. It doesn't matter. Like a standard 325, and you do like the cooling system yeah. shit and the. The suspension and strip everything out and put a race seat in there or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, you could have that's like that covers a lot of skill levels. Like, you can start as a newbie and go all the way through, like, really having fun and putting like 
super sticky rubber on there and yeah, and, it's and a good great, track great car. Track and, car because it has a lot of it has headroom for a helmet and all that stuff too. Good point, and it's yeah. a bigger bigger inside area for a cage and all that stuff too. So yeah, um, but I, like my three twenty five i, I love that car. I mean, it, it was a really fun car to drive. Just a stock three twenty five i. Yeah, and it's kind of I I can't uh, totally get my head around it, but it feels like. Even though the M3, you can get them for pretty cheap, and especially if you don't care about like the paint and stuff like that, because it's going to be a track beater. Yeah. Um, even though you can get an M3 for cheap, I still feel like it might be a good idea to just get a regular 325. I saw a guy. Uh, there was a a really good. I can't explain that though. A good uh, autocross car, and it was a regular 325. I don't even know if it was an IS, I but know. they had I... built it up, and it yeah. was it flew. It was a sedan too, and it was yeah. just really well balanced. Had meats on it, and was just dialed and those guys are really fast um, and like a 328 you know i just remember when i had my 325i looking at all the differences and just like one of those like everything is better and beefed up on the m3 yeah every single different suspension yeah it's so much better that i don't see a reason not to buy i mean besides budget yeah not to buy an m3 as your base you know right i guess it really the the standard cars really get down to dirt bike level. Like you can literally get a running driving twelve hundred dollar car yeah. that you could take to the track tomorrow almost. Yeah. But an M three, I mean, you know, you're looking at quadruple that. You're gonna spend the same amount of money, like going through it though. It's just your base is gonna be a little cheaper. So yeah. if you have that extra, you know. Four grand up front, it's like kind of a. I think it's a you know yeah, you, should, worth. you should do it. And yeah. as long as we're on the topic, like you don't want to be the guy that gets a three twenty five and then ends up buying the M three bumper to make it look like yeah. an M three exactly. and go through yeah. the, like and the if, wheels. If you have that inclination at all, just get the M three. Yeah, exactly. and that's the thing. Yeah, the M three comes with the the good wheels, the wide you know wider yeah, wheels, brakes rather than fifteens. It comes yeah. with better suspension, better brakes, like all that Exhaust, stuff adds yeah. up. You know, LSD. Yeah. All right. Uh, the bucket seat. If you were free from the 25-year U.S. importation rule and you could use the 15-year Canadian rule, what cars would you buy tomorrow? You each get one pick. I'm going to go with the one that I've said in the past, but uh, um, and I don't know if they've made a true M3. So 2002 is the year. Or older. Or older, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go late 90s, um, E36, M3 wagon. What car we never got here? And if they don't make an M3, I don't know. But um, I've seen a few on uh, German uh, Auto Trader, and they're like basically the full sport, you know, nice. M3 look. They got cool uh, cloth interior. No, I think that's a cool manual. Car, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what I would very do. cool. I'll go with that too, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with a uh, manual diesel Toyota Land Cruiser. Nice one. I like it. Manual, huh? You want manual? Yeah. I'll go with just that. go full retard. Audi RS2. Yeah, nice. man. Come on. There you go. Right Wait, on. what year is that? I, yeah. 90, Those are early, right? 90 sure, something. Yeah. It, it probably already is. Or no. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you and Chapman has a very tough question to answer. You have to camp for a week, sleeping and living out of your car, but the car has to go 200 mile an hour plus. What would you choose? <laughs> so is he saying that it has to be out of the factory 200? I yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. like it can be a minivan yeah. with a blown motor. So it has to be a pretty modern car or an F40. Insane car. Uh, but you don't want a mid-engine car because you have to sleep in your car. So you want to be able to recline the seat, in my opinion. Yeah, sleeping and living out of your um, car. Unless you put a big old, like a, a Tapui on top of an F40. No, it can't be that. Are you sure about that? Sleeping and living out of your car. I mean, yeah, it's part. You can but see, he says camp car. for a week, and I mean, oh, if you're just camping, camping. Like if you bring a tent, dude, any car, dude, I'll take any car, I'll take a Viron or whatever. But if you have to sleep, let's say you have to sleep in your car, yeah, would they, you really want a Veyron? No, no, I wouldn't want to sleep okay. in my car. But I'm saying if I was camping out of it, but if I had the tent in the trunk and stuff, yeah, like, yeah, I'd, I would take any car. But I think I, I think he doesn't mean like going to campsites. I think it's got to be like, like living in your but car. But see, the two hundred mile an hour thing is tough because a Porsche GT two will go two hundred miles an hour, but not without a tune, right? No, like a new nine eleven Turbo will do two hundred, right? Will it out of the box? Pretty sure. 
No restrictions. Like a Turbo S, yeah. I think I'd go with that because that's back, what I would go with too. Because you, you can recline the seats. <laughs> yeah, you need a back all seat. the way. You have to go with the, that's that's my thinking. Can't be a mid-engine car, right? And it has to have some back area. Yeah, whether it's just a little parcel shelf or whatever, but so you can recline. Uh huh. So I'd go GT2, brand new GT2 RS. Yeah, with um, reclining seats. Yes, they probably come with fixed back seats or, or a 911R or whatever. You know, sure. something something that can go. I mean, yeah, it's. A, I'd have to do that too. 911 yeah. Turbo S or something. Yeah, um, but if the answer or if the question is that you can sleep outside of the car, it changes a lot. Or 959 is almost there, but I don't think it does 200. Right? Yeah, it only does like 198 or something. It's right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and what about like the new Ferraris, like a, a Luso, which has a big hatchback? Do, but I don't. It has two hundred, huh? The new Luso, close, right? It's a fucking badass I car. I bet it does two hundred. Yeah, yeah. It has six hundred. That has a rear seat. Or what about the new Panamera uh, Grand Tourer? I like go two hundred. Okay. So there's a lot of cars that you could just flip a switch and make them go 200. Yeah. That turns into a whole other game. I mean, like a Rentec yeah. R63 Mercedes. We need a list of all the cars that do 200. Cause... Yeah. E63 AMG wagon with a with taking the restrictions off, that would probably go 200. That would be a good choice. Maybe. Then, I don't know. The arrow comes into play. That's a big, yeah. big frontal area. I'd like so. to try. Uh, so I did look up a list of all those cars and I scrubbed through it and it was like 20 cars more than I was expecting. Actually, if we do the camping thing, uh, where we're like, actually like, you know, obviously I'm going to say McLaren F1. Um, but, uh, my pick was a 2009 to 2013 Bentley continental flying spur speed, Mm -hmm. which is a four door Bentley. It's pretty dope. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. And I was thinking I I would put a Tapui 10 on top. That doesn't. Uh, actually, you probably couldn't go 200 with the Tabu 10. Hell no. Hell um, fucking no. Yeah, no. It says top speed 200. It was on this list where they like just pulled out Dude, like, that's factory crazy. shit. Crazy. It's basically an an A8, right? Yeah. 600 horsepower. I like it. I like it because but see, anything with a four door. So there is the freaking Hellcat will do 200 apparently, which oh. seems wrong to me, but. I think you're right. I mean, that's a four-door. Yeah, but like an S65 would probably do 200 if it had the restriction taken off. If that can do it. The I'm restrictor saying. plate? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you got a little... The dragon. Free up the dragon. I'll yeah. Breathe a little better. Um, Yeti Overland says, uh, does your family or loved ones think you're hard to shop for or look at you crazy when you want car parts for Christmas? I never want car parts for Christmas. I never asked for that. And yeah. I'm way hard to shop for, yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. There's like very... nothing I... I want that I haven't bought. Or if if you do want it, it's way out of everyone's. Oh, it's way over. Like, yeah, what you, oh, it's like $1,000 or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, or oh. like if you do want it, you're super particular about exactly what you want. And so someone could never guess it for you. And, you know, shopping for someone else, it's like the person shopping comes up with the idea and gets it, you know, for you. But you yeah. can never do that with us probably. You have to get the exact thing. So we have to tell them what to get us. Yeah. Um. The gentleman, I guess the Dude, gentleman. Ferrari FF does 208 they're climbing. So that's that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, FF. And, or I'd like rather Russo. have the Bentley, though. GT4 Dude, Luso. How about now. a Luso with all-wheel drive? And yeah, two, they're all all-wheel yeah, drive. Yeah, 208 hatchback folding rear seats. Yeah. Yeah, um, but compared to a Bentley? Four doors? I don't know, man. So much more livable. Just you, though? Yeah, dude, it's we're talking about not much space. Even a four door car, that's a very small space to live in. Right, for, right. Oh, good choice. Uh, Ferrari five seventy five Maranello. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. How are you going to get classic motoring? I would, do, I would do that over a Porsche. Recline the seat. Yeah, if you had to sleep in it. Yeah, seat recline. But I still want a re- de-restricted CL sixty five or something. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman. Turo is rather unpredictable when it comes to getting something good in a manual that doesn't cost $300 a day. Could a car club limited to good 80s and 90s three-pedal sports cars, affordable fun, could that work? <laughs> I think maybe. I think yeah. so. We've think talked about it a little bit. I think bit. it'd be fun even if you had, like, Chevy Sprint turbos and uh, little, you know, just kind of beater uh, yeah. pseudo sports cars. I think it'd be cool, like, an E30 cab. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. Something like that. And like, you just have a fleet of 30 of them. Yeah. And then like 30 mechanics. Yeah. 
<laughs> but just like that kind of cheap sense of occasion stuff. Yeah. I think you're totally it'd be fun. MR2s and Yep. Yeah, I think it could definitely work. You should do it, gentlemen. The gentleman. <laughs> um I think he's coming on the Coastal Range Rally again, isn't he? Barrett? I think so. Yes, he is. Uh, JBSC6 says, Happy Holidays, guys. Oh, by the way, this is kind of a holiday episode. This is the last one before Christmas. Oh, oh wait. yeah. No, Sunday comes out Christmas Eve. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. Okay. But yes, Happy Holidays. Thank you. Um, he's asking, Art, how's the Z Coupe, um, the Merc, and the 2002? Which one is the next to go? Warren, why sell the Mighty Max, and when will your E350 be purchased? We, of course, want more details of Brian's adventure. We love the C4, but what happened to the Buick? Was it sold to pay for the maintenance on the C4? <laughs> and the biggest question, Brian, hindsight's twenty twenty. Would you next time spend more on a slightly better condition C4? This is an unfair amount of questions. A lot of questions. Yeah. I like it. He's where, where going to sell the clown shoe. I think he's going to sell the no, 2002. He's so into it. Dude. No, he's the Z Coupe is in a good place right now, I've heard, by the way. I've heard him... There's he said words that <laughs> yeah, but the 2002 is on the chopping block since like that's six true. months ago. Yeah, he like the hate is just uh, the boiling hate is just simmering down. <laughs> He's trying to get it to a point where he doesn't hate it so much that he'll sell it too cheap, right? Yeah, um, okay. And Brian, what's your answer? I mean, he asked me five questions, so uh, yeah. So, what's up 20, with the Buick 27? You uh, still have the Buick? Yeah, I still have the Buick. Uh, Taillights don't work, I imagine. Correct. Uh-huh. And so that limits me in uh, driving in the winter because I can't mm-hmm. take it to work or anything. Hubcaps? Off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've been focusing on the Corvette. Yep. And in hindsight, would you spend more on a Corvette? I hope I've been clear. Like, absolutely. Like, was I not clear on the <laughs> he podcast? He tried to return it. Make, <laughs> he make no mistake. It was yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> make no mistake. It was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, it was a great mistake. I though. think you just named the podcast. Make no mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> All right. I'll write that down right now so I don't forget. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, like, clearly, you know, $1,900 is cheap for. A, uh, a V8 supercar, granted, but you can... <laughs> supercar! <laughs> Maybe I'm stre- stretching a bit. Uh, but you can also get one for five grand that's, like, probably more decent shape. Although I'm not... Pro- I'm not, by the way, by the way, probably more decent. I think that's a fair way to characterize it, Warren, because if no. you look at a $5,000 C4 Corvette... Everything's better about it. Every single part. No. All the ones that we looked at right after you bought yours. Dude, I think that it's... Not certain. I mean, I think that any of these C4 Corvettes that are for 5Gs or less are going to be questionable. But like, not there's in the same be shit No, way that's true. Questionable, but not in the same way. I'm, and I'm getting around ways. to, I think, the, the yeah. important detail is uh, mine, uh, like, all the cosmetic bits are fucked, basically. So even if you were, you know, in the case, the, the benefit of buying a... Uh, three, four, five thousand dollar car is you start with nice paint. So when you, when you, uh, make any of the improvements, mechanical improvements, like you actually end up with something that is sellable. You know, like is is maybe worth something. I don't think it's going to be worth a lot more than three, four, five, six grand. So you know, there's not a huge difference there. But um, the problem with buying the cheap one is that you're going to do mechanical bits. Uh, but it's still not going to be worth anything because the cosmetics. Stuff. I think so. That's why it was a mistake. Yeah. I think it's not even the worth. It's like worth it to yourself. Like having that. That's my my opinion. Like having yeah. the motivation to fix that stuff, and you're like, it's still going to be this same car. Like, because you could plan on keeping that car forever. Really, it's like, is, did you really buy it to make a profit on it? No. You right. know, so, but and it's th- motivating yourself. It's being like, okay, I'm going to do all this shit, and I'm still going to have a fucking. $2,200 car or whatever. In you know? a funny way, though, it's almost kind of motivating to keep a pile of shit on the road and oh, running yeah. good. And, like, you're kind of like uh, the David, you know, that's, like, you're the underdog, like, in all scenarios just because it's it, – you get to latch on to that initial price point even though it's kind of irrelevant. What really matters is how much you bought it for and, how, like, how much you invested total. It's your $1,800 car no matter how much no you spend on it. No matter how much I invest in it. No matter yeah. if, you know, and – uh 
And it, to be fair, like I have not spent much on it so far, uh-huh. but I mean the potential is always Dude, there. And the story still get to latch onto that. Story is so good with sweat that equity, shit. sweat equity too, right? Yeah, and but I mean, dude, like I think I could have been in the same sweat equity if I would have bought a five thousand dollars C four. Like, uh, you know, there could have been weird, uh, like things, plastic bits failing. Yeah, in the, and the story wouldn't be as good. And I and I and and still replace the master cylinder and sl- and clutch stuff and. Yeah, you, you have know. a famous car now too, so. Super famous. And it's painted with like rhino liner. Yeah. You can just re-rhino line that thing. It'd be kind of dope. It's not literally rhino liner. Well, you should literally rhino line it. Well, and it would be fucking awesome. Just roll it on, dude. Golf ball effect. I do want to figure out what it is because I want to be able to touch it up. I would just re-rhino line the whole thing. Well, that means I have to paint the entire car. Yeah, just roll it. By the way, touch it up black. Well, I put a sticker on it. For the 50-year storm rally, yeah. I pull the sticker off, paint comes off. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so there's a little piece of red <laughs> underneath on the sail panel. I like how you did the A sticker on the gills. I you like too. that. I am known for my sticker placement. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> that's one of your big, really big things. Uh, um, okay, why am I going to sell the Mighty Max? Because I don't have a lot of space for it, but I may not sell it. And uh, I have whittled down... Uh, new car purchases uh, pretty close, so we'll talk about it on a Sunday edition. Let's do one more question, Warren. One more question. Um, okay, oh, two more. My Art femur hurts. One. Yeah, my femur hurts. Says uh, you saw the Stratos sold on Bring a Trailer for four hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Sounds about right. If you'd purchase it for that, would you still drive it at a fun pace during the Coastal Range Rally 2018? Fuck yeah. Lord knows I would. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. What else is it for? By the way, if you have that much to spend, like, why not? You're like a multimillionaire. Tons of cars. Yeah. Yeah. Drive the shit out of that thing. It's also a fucking flimsy Italian car. It's not like a jewel. It was meant to be rallied, right? Yeah. Literally. Yeah, drive the shite out of it. And so I, I don't. With cars like this, I have no idea what the expectation is for prices. That super seems rare. Totally fair to me. Super super rare car. Yeah, right. There's only what like, I don't even know the number thirty with, or with that, the uh, most legit rally history ever. Like it was built no, for rally. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it has legit I don't think it history. was like the winningest car or anything. Like no, that, no, but. I know, but like in that era, you know, there it was kind of like the most extreme, one of the extreme examples. Talk about futuristic, and the, the styling of it is what captivates people. So right. if you always loved one and you're now 50 years old and you have, you know, $30 million in the bank, it's, yeah, I want a Stratus in there. But that's a car you want to buy to drive the rare. shit out of. Yeah, right? Yeah. You it's don't want to like drive a, that car to... No, and you look at the details and it's not like a super beautiful i mean I'll, like it's it's a rally car it's yeah, like i'm sure everything's big, a little bit yeah gaps and funky and stuff yeah, it's yeah but what, like what about value what do you guys think that number oh like, I, yeah, I feel like totally. that's kind of a deal it's actually totally within i was thinking that 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 will rise uh you know what they say is like rising tide lifts all boats i mean think about like a 308 gt4 which is a similar motor kind of layout wedgie styling and they're like for a perfect one is 50 thousand yep. imagine a rally 308 gt4 we have one coming on coastal range rally yeah it's not modified as a rally car but it's kind of cool to think about there's other options out there mm-hmm. that were maybe a similar driving experience tell me this Slightly. singer or this lancia lancia stratos singer i mean i go singer build quality and details and yeah the usability is off the charts compared to this the stratos yeah i think you'd find yourself like not super stoked on being in that car a lot the stratos you know like yeah. super yeah, weird for sure windows and uh yeah dude that's your that's a 20th car <laughs> right you know right like, right right no one's buying that and having it like oh we have the previa and no. we also have the stratos. i'm gonna go on you know i'm gonna drive across the country or anything like right it's it's a car you know you did you pick two mid-engine cars on purpose yeah <laughs> that was totally on accident uh all right final question art sees Ketchup, mustard, or both on a corn dog? He says, I'm a mustard only kind of guy. Mustard. I'm a mustard, but I'll dabble with ketchup. I'll I'll put a little bit of yeah. ketchup in and kind of mix it yeah. up. And the um, best corn dogs in the world are next to the bumper cars at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Yeah. Those are good. Dude, they get gnarly, too. I mean, they do the... <laughs> like razor blades? No, well, they do the giant corn dog. That's what I'm the, talking about. Yeah, and like yeah. the freaking spicy Cajun corn dogs. Uh, I don't shit. mess with that. But That's what I mean when I say I'm a simple man. I like the I like traditional but stuff. Wait, did you say sense of a Cajun? No, he did dogs? not. He oh. did not. Oh, it sounded like you said sense of a Cajun <laughs> corn dogs. 
You pay 99 cents uh, for a Cajun corn dog. It's pretty good. Yeah. Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk next to the bumper cars. Yeah, I'm, I'm mustard. Boardwalk. Usually. Primary, primary mustard, but I, I'll dabble. I think it's funny that Art asked uh, the, for a corn dog. I, I would have expected a question like this to be about a hot dog. Yeah. Corn dog is kind of Well, weird. you know, with a corn dog, the cornmeal or whatever is is really sweet. So you don't need that ketchup. That's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Are you a mustard ketchup guy or ketchup? I said ketchup, huh? K-A. Did I say ketchup you or ketchup? ketchup. Yeah, I guess I said ketchup. Okay. It was better than catsup. Oh, yeah. It smelled like that on Punch some. those I've people, all right? Yeah. Yeah, right in the ketchup. Catsup. Right in the Heinz 57, Mark. <laughs> all right. We've gone off the deep end. Bye. See you next time. And uh, happy holidays if you don't see Yeah, it. happy holidays. Noel. No. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Just end it now. Merry Christmas. I didn't look at the C4 market much when I bought my car. <laughs> and there you have it, you folks. We're done. It. We're done with the podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. it. Uh, we've reached our <laughs> ultimate destination. Thanks for joining us today.